Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us yes video stores still exist and of course the Honorable Tesla and the fantastic Miss Frieda are here chewing on the jackalope antlers yes jackalope antlers do exist in this realm that the video store is in and of course the laugh that you heard is very well known as the very illustrious butt maestro himself, the connoisseur of music. How's it going, buddy? Hi, everyone. Uh, look, I was just laughing at your intro because, like, this is the at least thousandth time you've talked about the uh, Fantastic Miss Frida and the Honorable Tesla chewing their jackalope antlers. And if the listeners didn't already believe that they were, in fact, chewing jackalope antlers, there's no convincing them now. Unless... They go to the Instagram page, Cinema Gems Pod, and actually see the dogs chewing the ants. Oh, am I supposed to be posting the dogs there? Am I supposed to be posting the episodes to Twitter? Yay! Adulting! Yay! Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show where a bunch of overly opinionated nerds talk about movies for way too long. But we've uh, been doing it the longest and uh, since 2015. Look, if, if you haven't already listened to last week's episode where we had Dr. Almond Kringle on and we talked about E.T., wow, that was a fun time. Don't expect that to be just as fun yes. this week. We're doing a schlocky, absolute mess this uh, week. Uh, Admiral, why are we talking about this movie? The Incredible Melting Man. Um, to be completely yes. honest with you, no joke. It was the dog's pick. I'm not kidding you whatsoever. <laughs> I was going through Prime a couple a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh. I was like, the Incredible Melting Man. And the Fantastic Miss Frida, the, I'm sorry, the Fantastic Miss Frida literally jumped out of her bed, came over to my chair, and pawed at me. And I was like, is this the movie you want to watch? And then I heard Tesla go, oh. And I was like, all right, well then, I guess we're watching it. And I was like, oh, 77. Hey, we could do the 45th anniversary. Uh, so this is basically, as the Butt Maestro said, a horror schlock science fiction D-list movie. Not a B-list and not a C-list. A D-list because... Yeah, I've, I've never heard anyone put this movie on their best horror sci-fi movies of all time no. list. Uh, and what's equally weird is that I've... Never heard anyone put this on their worst list either, I don't think. No, not really. Um, Which is even more weird, because, like, this was hilarious. Like, I was a little bit concerned when I pulled it up on Amazon Prime, and I saw it said, horror sci-fi. And, of course, I had to tell GLaDOS, hey, you might want to step out of the room for this one, go play some Animal Crossing, because, uh, yeah, we're back into that. And... Like, hey, this might not be the movie for you if you're really not into gore. 30 minutes into the movie, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, even if you're not into gore, this is fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, <laughs> so you know, Rick Baker almost actually worked on the special effects, but the person who was the Incredible Melting Man didn't feel comfortable in the uh, Rick Baker outfit, so he wasn't used. Wow. Way to turn down Rick fucking Baker. Wow. And ear flaps, people. What we the hell? The Honorable Tesla gave his ear flaps. Oh, good boy. Everyone drink water. While, while that's going on, while you're drinking water, um, I do have a piece of paper here. 
Um, I know. I don't know if the listeners can hear it. I'm gonna rub it on the mic. Maybe you can hear it. Um, do Do you want me to do the no, mail time? Because song? I don't want to get sued by Nickelodeon. Um, we just got a letter. Okay, that's it. We, we that's all. Got a letter. We just got a letter. Can't really do anything. Wonder. Who all right. It's from. So, four weeks ago, um, we did the 30th anniversary of Wayne's World, um, and I was convinced by the Buttmeister to send off. The Wayne's World hat offer. And I have gotten a response. And by as gotten a response, mean return to sender under unable to forward or or review. Return to sender. Unable to forward to address. So, yeah, we did it, people. We did it. We got... The submission for get your Wayne's World hat no exactly, longer exists. Exactly, 30 years. We thought we'd make the deadline, but we didn't. Oh. So, uh, so, Wayne's World offer hat. I have on my little list Wayne's World, uh, the 30th anniversary episode, written down you know, in the Cinema Gems archives that you will bestow upon yourself as a, as a head in a jar to classify for the rest of time. Sure. Um, hat, hat offer work. Yes or no? Which one should I circle? It, it sounds like you're going to circle no. Okay, well then, that's a, that's true. No. No, it did not work. We did not get off. So you know what that means. You know what this means, right? We got to make our own hats? No. Besides that, which we can. I'm literally going to find, no joke, I'm going to find out what agent Mike Myers has and send him this. I am not kidding you. Don't. I am. I am not kidding you. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send this inside of a letter. So when he opens it, he's gonna be like, "What the hell?" And then he's gonna open it again, and then it's gonna be like, "Let Mike Myers read this." Look, you We're know what? I wanna, I'm gonna leave it up to the Cinemaniacs. If y'all think this isn't an absolutely terrible idea, go ahead and tell us at Cinemagems underscore Pod on Twitter. Or tell us uh, in an email at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Tell us how bad an idea this is, or if you think it's just bad enough to work. I think it's bad enough to work because, hey, what's the worst thing that could happen? It not get answered. Right? Yeah, the, the problem with that, Admiral, is anytime we have ever asked what's the worst thing that can happen, an episode gets lost. Hey, we don't talk about that episode, okay? We don't talk about that episode that's too good for the internet that we're making. <laughs> the, the path cannot be found. Exactly. 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 All right, guys, but we are not God, here to talk about It's a good thing them. we do this for free. Exactly. We did not <laughs> talk about here about the Wayne Toro hat offer that we will get to Mike Myers eventually and possibly Dana Carvey. We will, we will find that out eventually, but we need to talk about The Incredible Melting Man. 1977, 45th Review anniversary. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, hey, this is kind of a short episode compared to last week. Because this is what I call a after-dinner mint. Just something nice to, to listen to because of the bloated, wonderful, amazing meal that was last episode. Would you agree about my story? I just want to point out the, uh, the Wikipedia synopsis is three very short paragraphs. Well, then go ahead and read it. It's 
During a space flight to Saturn, three astronauts are exposed to a, a blast of radiation, which kills two of them. I didn't know that. I just assumed they, well, yeah, no, we don't see him again. Kills two of them and seriously injures the third, Colonel Steve West. Uh, back in a hospital on Earth. All right, here's weird plot thing number one. How did he make it back to Earth? Don't know. Do not know. It's a long fucking way from Saturn to Earth. He would have absolutely fully died if he was in bad condition from that radiation blast. This is stupid. You want to know the best part is? The budget, <laughs> the film budget was so low that the production couldn't afford stock footage of Saturn in the opening scene. Instead, public domain stock footage of the sun and a satellite, uh, a quote-unquote, a moon, was used for the scene of Scorpio 5 that orbits Saturn. It doesn't specify what moon. It just says a moon. Like A moon. <laughs> wow. Could have been a space station. Wow. <laughs> Stop. Um, but... Gladys and I were joking that we're probably going to watch Phantom Menace today just for the hell of it. You know, I'm one of those people that feel like Phantom Menace is, has aged okay, and I can look through the wooden dialogue, but Attack of the Clones fucking sucks, man. Like I, Attack of the Clones is, is boring. It's rough. It's Revenge of the Sith is is seems to be the most exciting of the three, but that's also where a lot of things went wrong. Anyway, we're not talking about Star Wars today, not officially. Yeah. Uh, and also, did you know that this film, this film, The Incredible Melting Man, was shot in a fortnight, literally fourteen days. Fourteen days. Does it show? Thank you for defining Fortnite for me. I actually didn't know really? off the top of my head how much that was. Oh yeah, no, it's two weeks. Uh, fourteen days is a fortnight. Um, uh, I was that weird kid that learned about it in uh middle school and and high school and used it on the regular basis. And people were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Um, yeah. and now you now you host a movie podcast. Exactly. Uh, so take that, people in high school. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh. <laughs> The film was shot in 14 days. It shows. It shows a lot. <laughs> it really does. Uh, oh, and also the assistant uh, director, Don Walters, cameos as the film photographer that stumbles upon the fisherman's corpse. Because apparently... Okay, alright. So you want to get started that he's on... The, the Melting Man. The, the Should we just... Should we, the, should we go Incredible, the I-M-M? Should we just say the i double -M? As the Incredible Melting Man, or should we just specify that that? Or we can just we we can just call him Steve. Steve. Because that's what everyone else calls him oh. in this movie. <laughs> you just call him Steve. 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 Steve decides to break out, and the nurse runs through a plate glass door and somehow survives, but then immediately dies off screen. Yes, it, in slow motion, the most drawn-out, titty-bouncing, like, oh, wow, this was almost a it porno. It probably was supposed to be a porno, and then they're like, mm, we can't afford that much of a budget. Let's ah. do let's do horror, science fiction, yeah. So, so later on, like, I think literally the very next scene after the boingy, 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 uh, 
that there's a photographer out in the middle of the woods with a girl who looks way too woods? young. You, um, you clarify that as woods? I clarify that as a fucking desert, but okay. I say it's a fucking... Woods, middle of nowhere, I don't fucking know. It's middle of fucking nowhere. Okay, fine. We'll accept um, that. And he, the, he's out here being uh, creepy as hell, going, girl, take your top off. I don't want to take my top off. That wasn't in the contract, honey. Take your top off anyway. No, at that point, pepper spray the motherfucker in the face and run. Yeah. <laughs> no means no, you and fucking creep. And then she creep. finds the body? Uh, is... Is the is the photographer telling her to take her top off? Literally, just the director of the movie speaking through a character oh. who wanted this to be a full-on porno. It was too. This too. That's small what of a it budget. feels like. It's too small of a budget. Because I'm, I'm telling you, the most pornorific thing about this movie isn't even the girl who gets her rip her top ripped off, or the boingy 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 nurse running through the hallway. It's uh, Doctor Loring. Oh yeah, the uh, the tall the tall doctor, not the short doctor. Who like everything that comes out of his mouth, you're like, oof, that's rough, buddy. Uh, I mean, I mean, like the tall doctor with the fro. Uh, his acting is so stilted, and the look that he gives to every other actor on this screen tells me he's. Like, confused that no one is taking his pants off. He's like, wait, am I... We're in a porno, right? Like... Okay, I said my line. Now I get yeah. some suck? Um... So, and then... And, oh, God. And then... The sheriff finds out that stuff's going on, and then the military's involved, and then they're like, oh, I'm coming in at, uh, at six, uh... 1620 minutes and I was like oh wow 420 is that y'all going for a stoner movie yeah. too I was like okay uh, and then come to find out that uh, his so the incredible Steve's I'm sorry Steve's best friend Steve is Steve trying to find him Dr. Yeah, Ted which Nelson is trying to find him but also like doing a horrible job at it and then he also finds out that his is it his wife or fiance or girlfriend is pregnant. I think he said his wife is pregnant. And in the weirdest scene of him and Dr. Loring, like traveling on a horizontal platform elevator thing that is honestly going just about as fast as if they were just walking. Yeah. yeah. They're just standing awkwardly on this platform, making really awkward small talk. Yeah. And then, uh, and then also like the head of the head of his thing. Did you remember the the conversation he had? He's like, "Were well, you scared of your wife going home?" Blah 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 blah. It's like, wow, dude, way to fucking put that toxic male masculinity on him. He's worried about his fucking friend killing somebody else. Like maybe that's what he's fucking worried about. Like maybe. Yeah, he he needs to, he needs to sort out her priorities. She needs to sort out her priorities. If you want to say it right, say it right, mate. Bloody right. I was trying to adapt it to the situation, uh, but you so mean then, what I know. Oh my god. And then there's a bunch of like... And then these people go to a movie, and I forgot... Okay, cool. So when I watch movies, sometimes I forget that we live in like the 21st century. So they go and they... You had literally had to call the theater to get the movie phone time. So 
They went and checked. And then somebody, like, dies in their own home. And I don't know these people, and it's just there. So that just makes it more of, like, it was a D-list horror movie. And they die, and she, and her boyfriend dies, and she ends up in the house barricading herself. And then the glass breaks. And then, and then Steve's just like, all right, I'm going to walk away. You broke the fucking window, and you're just like, I'm done. Yep. I'm out. I'm out. Um, Uh, I don't know what his objectives are in this movie other than to stop melting. And then at a certain point, Dr. Dr. Ted Nelson is like, oh yeah, his brain is completely melted by now. He's got no rational thought. Uh, Nothing about this movie Uh, makes sense. (laughs) Was it? Oh my God. The... The army person dies, and then he takes the sheriff. Doctor Blake and the sheriff go to the plant, which I guess I love that. I love that all nineteen seventies like horror slash science fiction, like we saw in uh, Soylent Green, has a fucking power plant in the last scene for no fucking reason. Yeah. Um. Do you, yeah. Do you love I how think Steve that's a threw the fake doll on the power lines? Cause I laugh so fucking hard. I laugh so fucking. Yes. Hard. Oh my god, I laughed my ass off. Um, and then uh, Steve basically melts <laughs> Dr. Nelson to death, but also dies at the same time. And it, the movie ends, and we never find out. We Literally, my, my problem with the movie was... So, it, was she really... Was, was Dr. Nelson's wife really pregnant, or w- was it lost in the script? Like, did they forget... Yeah, there, there's so much that they open up in this movie that is never resolved. My main question that they never seem to answer is, wh- how did he get back That's to Earth? Th- how did he? How did he get back to Earth from Saturn? Well, see, my, I, I, I like how piece. you're worried about that, and my thing is like, was she pregnant? Was like, what's going on? Like, how is she going to raise the kid without a father? Like, is she going to remarry? Like, like, was it lost? Like, was it lost in a script change? Did somebody forget about it? Like, was that shot, was that scene shot last? Like, I love how I'm from the technical standpoint of like, like behind the, behind the scenes. And you're just like, how the fuck did he get back from space? How the fuck does that work? Um, we're talk about the music, uh, in this one. I barely <laughs> noticed it. Uh, music by Arlen Ober. I have never heard of this man's name before, and I don't think I actually heard any of his oh, music the, the in the movie. the sound effects were too, uh, loud? Yeah, I okay. think so. I don't remember anything musical about this movie whatsoever. It is so unmemorable and just bad throughout. There's a few moments that are almost, almost like, so bad it's good. Ergo, the segment. Oh, God. Boingy, boingy, yeah. boingy, boingy. Uh, also, uh, apparently in... Uh, uh, in so you, um, I'm trying to, to clarify this. I... I don't offend anybody. Um, in the Spanish-speaking culture of the world, this movie's title translated from 
the stickiness. That's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, really? so uh, my Spanish is really bad. So I'm going to spell it out and I want you to go ahead and uh, say it. V-I-S-O-S-I-D-A-D. The voice. V-I-S-O-S-I-D-A-D. Yeah, it apparently the translates to the stickiness. Yeah. And that's what... I guess the root word yeah, there would be viscosity or viscous. The title was in Spanish-speaking uh, countries. That's fucking hilarious. Okay. Yeah. The oh, apparently. Man. Oh, hey, we could get this. That's fucking we could, hilarious. We could, we could find if anyone, if anyone listening to this, I swear, if anyone listens to this, has a candle that were made uh, for this movie. It was sold and advertised the film as a promotional gimmick. Please. Email us at cinemagems15 at gmail if you have an incredible Melting Man candle. Please. Because we just want to see it and look at it. I know we could Google it, but we'd rather see it from a listener. Uh, of course, this play, uh, the, the title is an homage to The Incredible Shrinking Man, but like you already knew about that. It came out 20 years after The Incredible Shrinking Man. Um... Oh, and this is the director, uh, uh, William Sachs' only horror movie that he's ever directed. But his third movie he's ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Probably for the best, um, if we're being honest. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, Alex Rebarb portrayed Steve West on camera. But Steve's voice was dubbed by, uh, by a different actor. I guess. I guess Alex couldn't do the grunts. I guess the Alex couldn't to- totally do the can't tell. Totally can't uh, tell. Oh, and uh, Greg Canham uh, was an unaccredited special makeup artist because Rick Baker stuff wasn't used. Um, and um, oh, the body count is six, as we said. We specified. Uh, oh, and the incredible melting effects. Um, inspired, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie RoboCop. Have you seen that movie? Okay. Well, you know the yes, guy who I've seen RoboCop. basically is about to... Wait, that movie came out in 87. Holy shit, we could review that movie this year. Oh, we gotta get Dr. Almont Crinkle. Oh, God. You know what? I would rather watch RoboCop than ever watch We the gotta have Dr. Almont Crinkle on that because he loves that honest. movie. We gotta have him on for that one. But... Besides that, oh, um, you know the gentleman who get who's who's melting with the toxic waste, and basically is like, and uh, the truck plows through him. <laughs> this film <laughs> inspired <Yes>. that scene <laughs> of RoboCop. Yeah. Wow. So, here on Cinema Gems, we have a fun little rating system. Whole gem, amazing movie. Half gem, it's all right. No gem, might as well skip it. Um, if you're an inebriated, it's still a no gem. Like, let's be completely honest. Yeah, I, I was, I was on the cusp of if you're with the right people, and you're all pretty drunk, 
and you all just want a movie to laugh at occasionally, but not really even actively watch. Like, this is a good movie to yeah. have on in the and background I would be that at one a party. That watches it and quotes every line. God, you you are ludicrous speed. Confirm you go. Would. Uh, in a second. God, do you want to talk about that and your most Disney World? Disney World to uh, the the Disney land World? of the mouse. Uh, in, cr- in one second, in one second, one yes. second, because I have a fun fact that you will find amazing. Uh, specifically, uh, you're familiar with the New Horizons spacecraft that took two years and four months to reach Saturn from Earth, correct? So. And the astronauts in this movie Correct. made a round trip in the first few minutes of the film. How is that possible? <laughs> it's not. It's straight okay, up. Okay, cool. I just went, that was the last foot fact I. It's really funny to me that I watched this movie about astronauts orbiting the rings of Saturn on the same day that the Artemis spacecraft uh which was supposed to be an unmanned flight that just does a full orbit around the earth and then a full orbit around the moon Uh, which is funny because uh me and patron can see the space launch from our uh swapper jacks like if we're on register we could see it if we look out the window like it is it is 2022 and we are within 5 to 10 years of sending manned missions which by the way looked cramped as hell uh if you look at the um the the module that they're essentially all going to be housed had housed in it's no longer a shuttle the shuttle program is is done the artemis is literally a small capsule on the front of the biggest yep. fuel tank ever. Made. We're almost there, people. <laughs> we're almost on the moon. And we're almost, almost at a think, manned mission to Mars. I think, to be Mars. completely honest with you, no Theoretically. Joke, I think George Jetson was, is born next month. Um, yeah, so technically, people, we could be on I the think moon. think so. Concern. Oh, and also we do have we do have to specify a happy birthday to Marty. It's Marty's birthday coming up, uh, so we just want to say happy birthday to Marty. Um, happy birthday to you! Oh wow! Um, thank you for allowing us to be on the website, lowrampictures.com. Guys, please go over there and check out your thirty with Marty and the Arrogant Observer. But we just wanted to give a shout out to specifically to Marty. I know is uh, the Arrogant Observer's. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Marty. Um, I'm aware that it was the Eric Observer's uh, birthday a couple yep. months ago. Uh, sorry, we were in the process of moving the video store across state lines. Things happen. Um, we're okay, but but yes, happy birthday, Marty. Happy birthday. Um, and see, I would prefer the Futurama theme. What day is today? It's Marty's birthday. What a day for it's a birthday. birthday. Let's all have some cake. You were supposed to come in at the end. Uh, uh, and you so, smell like yeah, so, one, two. Disney World. 
Disney World segments. Um, so, yeah. Um, so. Uh, uh, how would Disney World? Uh, the, the state pass of Disney World for Florida was a lot cheaper than I thought it was. Um, it was about half of what I thought it was. Uh, so, me and Patron went to... Even since uh, Rick DeSantis basically uh, exiled Disney World or moved yeah, but to exile Disney World from being a part of Florida, upon the mayor of Orange County, so technically it's up to the mayor, up to this, up to the people of Orange County to decide that, and they have until June to do that. If not, it's back in. Rick DeSantis is literally just measuring his dick. That's what he's doing. Um, but yeah, no, it wasn't uh, wasn't super expensive as I thought it was. Uh, it was about half. Uh, so we, we went, uh, me and Patron went to Epcot on our first day. Um, and then a couple days later, we went to Magic Kingdom. Um, and we went, on, we went on Space Mountain. That was one of the only rides I wanted to do. And I asked Patron, I was like, hey, let's sit in the back. You know, I'm taller. It's a lot easier. Um, come to find out, she, she likes the back mainly because just like the, just like the back of the bus, um, it doesn't get all the momentum, all the inertia is in the front, and we just follow everything else because that's how physics works. Um, but legit, when we were in the light tunnel and it's about right. to take off, legit yelled, ludicrous speed, go! Um, and of course, I was probably the only one that understood wow. that reference. But while in Space Mountain itself, I legit screamed, They've gone plaid, and I heard someone laugh really loud, so I don't know if they were laughing because of the ride or they laughing because they heard me, but I think it was a combination of both. I think it was a combination of both. They kind of half heard me, and they laughed. That's what it was. Uh, but yeah, uh, in, in a couple days, we'll be going to uh, Hollywood Studios, which I haven't been, I think, since... I haven't been to Disney since the pandemic in general. But, uh, no, I'm excited. Um, I want to try and ride the new Star Wars ride again. I wasn't able to ride the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride, though, uh, because they were, the queue was shut down. But Tron looks like it's working a little bit. They were testing the lights, so I'm excited. I hope Tron uh, opens up soon. That'll be cool. Um, I'll be excited for that. But, no, um, I really... Cool. Uh, don't have anything else except that uh, I don't really like Magic Kingdom because of the foot traffic it has for people. That's just personally, that's just me. That's just me. But, that's besides the point. But Maestro, do you have anything else to add to the Incredible Melting Man review? Uh, I've watched the first two episodes of Same. Fire and I Blood. Well. I'm sorry, House of the Dragon. Um... It's pretty, it's, it's Can I okay. assure you? Uh, the wigs are pretty bad, though. Yeah. Not gonna lie, the Targaryen wigs are pretty atrocious, but the writing is pretty good so far. Uh, they've definitely upped That's the where budget they cut, in a lot of aspects, just not the wigs. That's where they cut the budget. Matt Smith uh, did you want to do a review? Is a Targaryen? Uh, He's pretty great. After the season ends. Um, um, all I have to say is for the listeners that know, yeah, that possibly Beyond we'll Cousins see how his favorite works. show was Game of Thrones. I like how he's kind of like, I'm embarrassed. Uh, it was a little, it was a little like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Uh, but legit, uh, when we watched <laughs> the second episode and they had the theme, he was eating, 
And then when the theme started, he just he just looks toward the TV, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, my show's back!" And he just starts to eat again. Uh, and at one point in the episode, I forgot exactly. Who, oh, he legit was like, "It's the fucking theme, my show's back." Um, and then in one of the scenes where. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, uh, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. No, and in one of the scenes when they were talking about Is the, the, the throne, the Honorable Tesla let out a grunt, and I was like, my dog loves drama, apparently. My dog loves drama. Um... But, uh, yeah, guys, that is our review. Uh, thank you, Marty and Eric and Zerber, for letting us use your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, please remember that we want to be the podcast that you want to listen to. So, if there is a movie with a particular anniversary, preferably a five, divisible by five anniversary, but, hey, we're a podcast that probably only, like, a half a dozen people listen to, so we're open to any reviews. Um, let us know what you want us to review because we are excited. We have a special episode next week that the Butt Maestro threw at me, and I didn't realize I caught it until I looked at my hand and I was like, "Okay, where have you, Starship Troopers? Where have you, Starship Troopers? The 25th anniversary of Starship Troopers." Um, yep, let's go. Let's go. Oh. Oh I'm wait, so I don't excited. think I've watched it since, watched college this movie since college either. Oh shit, but I want to watch it's it gonna again. be one of those movies. Uh, but yes, guys, we're excited. Oh, let's go! Thank you, as always, to our amazing Cinemaniacs and our friends and family at Swapper Jacks. We love y'all. Uh, we love all the feedback and input that we get from you. Uh, please, if you liked. Uh, what we thought of The Incredible Melting Man, let us know at cinemagems15, that's 1-5, at gmail.com. And you can tweet yes, guys, us and at of course, cinemagems underscore pod. That you cannot pour from an empty cup. You have to go ahead and take care of yourself first, and you need to worry about yourself first. Put everything else aside and put yourself first. You need to focus on you before you can help anyone else. Exactly. Be kind to yourself so you can then be kind to others. And also, guys, all we have to say is wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always, always. matter. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.